Hello and welcome to another Phoenix Talk Radio, the voice of the rise. Phoenix Talk Radio is your weekly dose of news and views about the arts and entertainment industry in California's Central Valley and beyond. And this week, I'm Andrew Burkham, your host as always. This week, I'm going to talk about a few things that are coming up. And then later on in the program, I've got a great interview with uh, G.B. Blackman the third, and G.B., is the director and the producer of uh, an incredible show that's coming up this weekend from the Phoenix, uh, the Phoenix Creative Collective, and that is called The Colored Museum. I'm going to talk about that in just a minute, and then as soon as we've taken our trip around the valley, I'll get you straight to that interview with GB so you can hear more about what that's all about and why it's such an important thing uh, for us to be, uh, to be looking at, listening to, and doing right now in the arts world. But first, let's take a trip around the valley. First thing I've got today for you, first thing I've got for you today is uh, coming up at the Prospect Theater Project. And Prospect Theater Project here in downtown Modesto, one of the uh, great arts venues here in the Central Valley, they are opening a show this weekend called The Flick. And here's the description. Up next at PTP, OB Award winner in 2013, Pulitzer Prize winner in 2014, the Flick is a slice-of-life play that deftly captures the everyday. Avery, Sam, and Rose are three ushers working at a shabby movie palace in Worcester, Mass., and playwright Annie Baker is a wordsmith who transforms their daily dialogue and workplace banter into something sublime. The Flick stars Sarah Halbert, uh, Adam Torian, and Eric Watkins, and is directed by Jack Souza. It opens February 22nd, runs Weekends through March 10th. Tickets are on sale now at prospect.vbotickets.com, or you can just go to their website, prospecttheaterproject.org. That is The Flick coming up this weekend at Prospect Theater Project. Also coming to PTP very soon, we have auditions for Sons of the Prophet. Uh, so this is Prospect Theater Project announces auditions uh, for Stephen Karam's award-winning comedy drama Sons of the Prophet. This will be directed by David Barbary. David's a great guy. I've worked with him in the past. Love him to death. Uh, the auditions are February 25th and 26th at 6.30 p.m. at the Prospect Theater. Uh, it's at, that's the address for, for PTB is 1214 K Street, Modesto. And if you'd like uh, to audition, please call us in advance. It's 209-549-9341 to schedule an appointment. Again, that's 209 549 9341 to schedule an appointment for your auditions. The auditions will include cold readings from the script. Uh, optionally, you can also bring a two to three minute prepared monologue. And the performances for this particular show are weekends, May 3rd through 19th. So check that out. That's Auditions for Sons of the Prophet. You will find more information about that on their Facebook page for uh, the Prospect Theater Project Facebook page, which I will link in the show notes. So please take a look at that if you're interested. Next up, it's the Phoenix Creative Collective and all of the incredible stuff that's going on through that particular group. Uh, first thing and foremost, right, is the Colored Museum. The Colored Museum has electrified, discomforted, and delighted audience of all colors, redefining our ideas of what it means to be black in contemporary America. Its 11 exhibits undermine black stereotypes, old and new, and return to the facts of what being black means. Mr. Wolf Quote unquote, Mr. Wolf is the kind of satirist who takes no prisoners. The shackles of the past have been defied by Mr. Wolf's fearless humor, and it's a most liberating revolt. That's Frank Rich from the New York Times. 
This is one weekend only, so you only have this one chance to get out there and see this. This is at the MAC, uh, 645 West Main Street in Merced, California. And it runs February 22nd through 24th. So if you're interested in that, uh, go to go to phoenixtherise.com. You can get ticketing information there. Uh, you can also give us a call at 209-388-1090. Uh, so that is the Colored Museum. And again, in just a few minutes here, I'm going to play that interview that I was able to record with G.B. Blackman, who is the, uh, he is the director of that particular production uh next up boot camp creativity a president's week arts camp now this is in full swing i talked about it last week uh but this week i have actually had an opportunity yesterday i was able to teach a class to some kids it was a lot of fun i had a blast we did yesterday a unit on storytelling and incorporated uh aspects of role-playing with it as well and so we played a little bit of uh what I like to call uh, baby D&D in that particular group and talked about how creating characters and stories in that way uh, could be could be engaging. And we did a very particip- participatory, very interactive uh, type of day. It was a blast. Tomorrow, I'm excited to be leading the same group of kids through uh, a a sort of narrative escape room, which will be a lot of fun as well. And then on Friday, uh, my class is going to uh, is going to end with a lesson in podcasting, uh, where we're actually going to record some things right there live uh, in the camp. So a lot of fun stuff going on. And that's just my classes. And I'm just one block out of the day. Uh, these are classes that are for uh, students that are typically ages 6 to 13, uh, MCSD is off school this week, so it's a perfect time. The Merced Arts Council uh, and the Phoenix Creative Collective have partnered up the MAC for this. And so the teachers host one to two hour arts classes throughout the day. We have visual arts classes. There have been dance classes. There are all kinds of fun stuff to do. Uh, you can choose from a four hour morning session, a four hour afternoon session, or the whole eight hour day with a one hour supervised lunch break. Uh, days pr- filled with performing and visual arts classes. So the prices for this is it's $100 if you want the morning session. And that's for the whole week. Uh, $200 if you want both the morning and afternoon session. Sorry, I should say $100 for either the morning or the afternoon or 200 for the whole day. We are also doing drop-in prices for this. So if you want to drop in to just the morning session or the afternoon session, your student can do that for just $25 a day. Or if they want to drop into the full day, we'll cut them a little bit of a discount and it will be $40 for a full day drop in. So if you're interested in more information on this, again, call me at 209-388-1090 or you can register online at phoenixtherise.com slash classes. Last up at the at the Phoenix Creative Collective and I should say for the time being. There's a ton of other stuff that is coming to the Phoenix Creative Collective, and I'll be talking about that in the weeks that uh, the weeks that come up. But last up right now, uh, it's here at the Phoenix Podcast Network. We're very excited that we're going to be launching our next show, and that show is called Shadowverse. Uh, this is another one of our bite-sized programs where each week we'll bring you a couple of entries from the darker side of classical poetry accompanied by sound effects and mood music to give you the literary chills. We'll also be taking submissions for new horrifying works to be featured on the show. 
Look for official launch information soon, but you can get a sneak preview of the first episode now if you go to shadowverse.pinecast.co. There's a link to that in the show notes, and you'll be seeing more on the Phoenix Podcast Network uh, Facebook page as well very soon as, as well as the Twitter this is a show that uh, I, I kind of wanted to do for some time. I really enjoy classical poetry, and going back to some of that, I was really fascinated by some of the darker things that I found as I was reading through some of the collections. And so I thought, well, this would make a good, fun, kind of spooky show. And so we marry it together with some kind of creepy music, a little bit of sound effects to uh, to punctuate things. And I think it's something that you're really going to enjoy. The episodes are short. They run, you know, I mean, they're going to run maybe five minutes, no more. So it is not going to take a lot of time out of your day. But if it sounds at all interesting, it's something you should absolutely check out. And again, you can look at the the kind of the preview episode right now at shadowverse.pinecast.co. Check out that link in the show notes. Uh, last, but certainly not least today, I have SJS Theatrical, Romeo and Juliet, a Robert Jerome adaptation. Now, I had a great interview with Robert Jerome last week on this on this play and on his adaptation. It sounds like a lot of fun, and I am still urging you to get out and see this. Right now, here's here's the here's the information from their website. It says five hundred years from the downfall of the New World Order, after the war for our humanity, an enlightened group called the Authority has saved mankind and the remaining survivors of the world. Under their leadership, outposts were created to house the new tribes of Earth. Your journey takes place in the Verona outpost, the last outpost of the New Americas. Peace and comfort in the outpost has been disrupted by two rival tribes, the Mantague, patriarchal tribe, whose control over the outpost's power grid has led to a war with the rival matriarchal tribe, the Womb of Capulet. Will love conquer hate, or will mankind fall again? This production is rated PG-14 for language, violence, sexual content, drug use, and suicide. The production uses lighting effects, smoke effects, fog effects, gun effects, and loud music. Tickets are $15 general admission. You can get a $10 discounted ticket if you are a public worker, active and retired military student, or senior. Doors open 30 minutes prior to the start, uh, the slated start time of the performance. Box office opens one hour prior to the start of the performance and is a cash-only register. No bills larger than $20 will be accepted. It runs February 23rd, two shows that day, at 2 p.m. and at 8 p.m., and then on March 2nd at 7.30 p.m. For more information, visit the SJS Theatrical Facebook page. And again, I'll have a link to that in the show notes. So... That's all I've got for this week. Just a few things, but a few very exciting things that are going on. I look forward to coming back to you next week with a little bit of a, re- a report on how the Creativity Boot Camp went, a little bit of a retrospective on the Colored Museum, and certainly some news about the flick, which will be ongoing at Prospect Theater Project. Something that I think is going to be really, really exciting for all audiences. So, Thank you so much for joining me today. If you join me on the live feed, if you're listening to us on the podcast, thanks again for sticking with us. And right now, we're actually going to uh, we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to head on over to our interview with G.B. Blackman III, who is the director of the Colored Museum, produced by the Phoenix Creative Collective, in conjunction with the Mac.
All right. Well, I am here with a couple of people in the studio today. In the studio, usually I have to record these these interviews remotely. I usually get them over the, over the phone. But today I'm lucky because in my studio today, I have my friend, Noelle Chandler, who is the host of another show, another great show. It's such a good show. On the Phoenix Podcast Network. Yes. And that show is called Geeking Out to Steal This Idea Podcast. You can find it wherever you find fine podcasts. <laughs> wherever. Only yeah. the fine ones, though. The finest of podcasts. If you like a crappy podcast, don't come to the Phoenix Podcast Network. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of kind of true. I'm trying to think about all the shows. Yeah, they're, they're good. They're all good. They're all yep. good. They're all real good. More importantly than that, we're here with... <laughs> well, thanks. Okay, I mean, fine. I appreciate it. Equally important to that. Thank you, um, We're here with Andrew. G.D. Blackman. Yay! <laughs> and, yeah, and we're here to talk to him today because he is directing, he really is is creating mm -hmm. an with experience his hands with his, his voice. hands and his voice. Um, and his brain. But a show that's going up this week, as a matter of fact, it, it, it ah. goes up just this way. It's one weekend only. One weekend only. One almost. weekend only. Mm -hmm. And we will tell you at the end of the interview here how to get your tickets to it. But a show called The Colored Museum. Yes, yes. indeed. Yeah. And uh, so, GB, welcome to the Phoenix Talk Radio Podcast. Hi. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you were just just a guest on our, our Geeking Out podcast uh, that came out this Sunday. And so here you are again with us on Tuesday. So it's uh, it's crazy. So man. thank you for coming back to the studio. Basically, uh, yeah, it's you know. almost like we didn't record both of these things in the same night. <laughs> it didn't happen. No. You don't have to give away it's the, the magic answer. Of, it's a magic of podcasts. <laughs> the I'm magic like, of our uh, so GB uh, the Colored Museum. Man, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to go into this by saying the interaction that I had with somebody when our year one mm -hmm. theatrical productions were announced. And the Colored Museum was announced as as one of the first shows we're doing this year. Yeah. I had a colleague, and his only response to me was, like, who had the guts to do that? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm like, well, uh, GB had the guts to do it. Correct. And, you know, Phoenix is here to make sure that this kind of stuff happens. Yes. So, GB, well, like, t tell us, first of all, tell us about the Colored Museum. Like, what's... Talk to me about the show. For those people who are listening who have never heard of it, explain a little bit to us. Okay. Well, the Colored Museum is a series of several exhibits that are, the best way of putting it, are moments of how it is to be black in America, I guess, is the best way to Holidays it. to be black in no, America? No, no, how, how it, it is. is. How it is. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> I was, okay. I was confused. All headphones I was on. Like, it's hard to hear. Wait, hold on. How it is to be black in America, yes. Moments of it. And uh -huh. I wouldn't even say necessarily say that it's all of that, but mm. it's it kind of presses on that and what led up to it and why. And it's satirical and it's mm. it's funny. It's It's heartbreaking. It's... It's so many things wrapped up into this wonderful, maddening, heartbreaking show. Yeah. And I think that's why I like it the most. It says so much. It, and it's, it's so relevant for what we're in the time that we're living in right now. And I think that's why I wanted to put it together. I stumbled up across it. I read one of the um, segments in a, one of those, what do you call them? Anthologies in, right. in college. And, 
I just fell in love with it and was mm-hmm. like, why have I never heard of this show? Oh my God. And then I looked it up and I found everything I could find on it. And I found a production of it and watched it and just fell in love with it and was blown away by how raw it was and mm-hmm. just how unapologetic it was about what it had to say. Because most shows kind of tiptoe around, you know, based on their audiences and things like that. But this one gives no cares. Right. And just kind of forces you to ride along on this train and either you're ready to go or you're not, or you're going to accept it or you're not. And, sure. And it's, it's a lot, but when you go through all of it, it's, it's sort of eye opening. If mm-hmm. you're willing to take it with an open heart and an open mind and an open eye, if you can just sit there and just look and experience and listen to what these exhibits have to tell you, mm-hmm. you can learn a lot. Sure. And experience a lot and feel a lot and can be more empathetic, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. But that's only if you're willing to listen. If you're going to come in and you're going to watch it and just have your preconceived notions about what you think you know about whatever, mm-hmm. you're not going to get anything. Mm-hmm. You won't leave with anything. You'll just think it's a show and it's a preachy show at that. But mm-hmm. if you can just sit there and just keep an open mind, my God, it's powerful. I think that's what theater is supposed supposed to do does that make sense like i would say that's the goal of theater um which is one of the reasons why i'm less of a fan of you know those kind of formulaic very very kind of popcorn musicals right um and really love the idea of theater that pushes boundaries that is uh, like you said that is raw that is heartbreaking and that will will kind of seek to educate regardless of whether or not you're planning to be educated yes. like it's this is it's almost the ultimate like this isn't about you and that's basically what this show is this, yeah. this show isn't about you mm-hmm. it's not necessarily about me mm-hmm. it's not necessarily about anyone in particular it's it's mo it's it's feelings it's experiences it's mm-hmm. it's looking at things from a perspective in this in this way that's sort of it's satirical but factual all at the same time a lot of the lines are funny like this show is really funny i don't want to sell it as it's like this big downer moment it's really not there Mm -hmm. are moments like that in there but through some of the even the funnier things there's a lot of truth that's spoken in between there and then even in a lot of the scenes that are funny you end up being like whoa yeah by by the time it ends and that's what i like about it too you start off just laughing and laughing and laughing and by the end of the scene you're not laughing anymore (laughs) you're almost in tears depending on what the scene is yeah and that's what i i like about it nice that's amazing that's great so when you when you set out to what was the genesis of this like what was the what was the thing that said to you hey we need to produce this show at this time right now like what what was it that made you think hey the time is right for us to put this up well politically what's going on as as a black man in america like just waking up to the news every day Mm -hmm. and seeing that you know police brutality and things like that and just you know what's going on in the white house and what's going on in congress and what's going on in our own neighborhoods this show just made the most sense to me to speak right now. Like I love shows like a raisin in the sun and you know, the Wiz and things like that, that mm-hmm. are especially like a raisin in the sun, which is just as equally as heartbreaking. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's deep and it tells you a lot, but 
it's very surface level. And I feel like a raisin yeah. in the sun, if you've come from any kind of class struggle, you can identify with that show. Correct. Mm-hmm. Whereas this show doesn't necessarily have to do with any of that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the other thing that I do like about the show is that it you can, if you keep your eyes open, you can find yourself in this, regardless of your color, regardless of your background. You can find some part of yourself in this show, I feel. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what makes again the, the universal theater experience yes. like that yep. makes it a well written and a well produced show that's really good yes mm-hmm. that's wonderful um mm-hmm. is there a reason why is so that i'm sorry so is there a reason why it was this show as opposed to another show well i i i was going back and forth between a raisin in the sun honestly okay. and and this one and they're doing it raisin in the sun of modesto mm-hmm. which was kind of the ultimate decision but I'm glad I'm glad for that because I made me really look at the color museum again. Yeah. And when I really looked at it and really listened to it, I was like, this show says so much more mm-hmm. and it needs to be heard right now. And it needs to be heard in the community right now mm-hmm. because it's a, a show that's old. Right. It was written in like 1985, 86, and it still says so much that it's relevant and happening in our own community right now. Like mm-hmm. one of the lines and one of the monologues is, and snap for every time a sick MF mm-hmm. who bored with carrying around his own fear takes to shooting up of other people. Yeah. And that line always strikes a chord with me because it's true. It's yeah. someone who's bored with carrying around their own fear takes to shooting up of other people. Mm-hmm. Whatever they're going through, they've now turned their rage or sadness or whatever whatever their problem is onto the community and to the public. Mm-hmm. And they're taking out so many people, which should never happen. Right. Yeah. And, you know... Like I said, the show was written in the 80s, and I think there may be, had been a few big shootings like that, but not like on the level that we're at now. And mm-hmm. to hear that line, mm-hmm. it just cuts me every time. Right. Because it's like, we've gotten to this point. It was almost like a warning yeah. if you listen to that show back in the 80s. But yeah. it's just like, here we are now. We're still talking about this. Right. Mm-hmm. Nothing, is, nothing, nothing has changed. Nothing it's only gotten changed. worse. It's gotten worse. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, do you mind if I ask a question? No, I'm sorry. It's, it's what you're here for. I, oh, thank, thank God. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure. So I'm I, glad. I, I also wasn't sure until now. And now right I know. Now? Okay, good. Yeah. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the cast and what it's like to work with that group of people? I know they're a, they're a super special group of people. They are an amazing group of people that have come together to make this vision of mine come true, honestly. And they're working incredibly hard and are pushing themselves to new levels and to new heights because this show requires a lot of reckless abandonment, I guess mm. you would call it, mm-hmm. because mm. it's it's such an absurdist show. Yeah. You can't – there's not a part of you that can really be afraid to let it all just be out there and hang right. out there and just to be bold mm-hmm. because it, it requires you to. And excuse me, everyone has really been pushing themselves to get to that point and I've just seen the growth in so many people and it's been beautiful just working with everyone honestly wonderful yeah yeah you uh, it's it's awesome to have I mean obviously I've directed shows in the past as well and so it's awesome to be able to see that and and have to have a cast that will work with you to grow as opposed to like maintain a status quo right. is and 
it, it's a such a fulfilling experience. It yeah. reminds you why you do what you do. You exactly. know what I mean? Yes. What do you anticipate the response to this show? <laughs> I I anticipate a lot of different responses. Mm-hmm. I anticipate some people really just digging it and just loving it and understanding the point of the show and what it's trying to say. And I expect some people hating it mm. flat out because it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot and it's preachy and it doesn't hold any punches. Right. And it just it lays everything out there bare mm-hmm. for you to listen to. And I know some people are uncomfortable with that. Some right. people come specifically to theater to be entertained and that's all they care about when they come to theater, which bothers me because I feel like theater is a total teaching moment mm-hmm. and it normally should be because I've learned a lot of lessons in the shows that I've seen. Of course. And that's what I appreciate is just to be able to leave the theater and it makes me think about something else differently or I leave differently or I've left with something instead of just, oh, that was fun. Well, I think there's a, there's a real, and again, not to hijack the conversation, but there's a, there's a real, uh, issue sometimes with people who are not educators and who are not entertainers. Right. Who don't understand that those two go so uniquely hand in hand. Yes. That, that these things are, this is something you and I do without thinking about it is that of course we're going to teach, but we're also going to entertain you. Like you don't have to sit down and be bored. Right. Um, And they really do kind of associate these things. So they get mad that they're learning as opposed to purely just being entertained. Exactly. Uh, And that's, that's hard, but it's something that's going to come around more and more. We're expecting, I think in this, this generation and right now in life, we're expecting more and more of, our entertainment it's everywhere content is constant right and it's what we're choosing we get to really pick and choose what we put in our in our in our brains like in our eyeline um so i'm really looking forward to what people have to say about this because i think you're right there's going to be some people who for whom it is a lot i like that phrase it's not that it's bad it's a lot yeah um and they will have a hard time and i'm looking forward to the discussion same. Oh, I, I I can't wait. We're gonna actually have a talk back on that Saturday. Oh, are you? Yes. Great. And I I can't wait for that because I I really am looking forward to what questions people have about certain things and you know necessarily what they didn't get and what they did get and oh I'm so looking forward to that. Me too. Yeah. And I I think the people that come to that show on that Saturday we're, we'll get a little bit more insight to things and they'll be able to leave with a little bit more instead of just taking what the show is and not being able to process it all the way completely because they didn't get a chance to, you know, talk to me or talk to someone who's been doing it or Mm -hmm. has gone through it and has dissected Mm -hmm. all of the scenes to be like, oh, this is what this one means and this is what this one means because some of them are very subjective. Right. That's the other thing that I like about it. Like they're, they're, they're subjective in the way that like, if you're not listening well enough, you'll just think it's about this person talking about, one of the sketches is about a lady that births an egg mm-hmm. and you might just leave with, well, she had an egg yep. and that's unfortunate because that's not what she's talking about right. you need to listen. Yeah. And that's another thing that I've learned in theater is that a lot of people have a hard time listening. Correct. And I think that's due to because of our entertainment and TV and things, everything is normally so you listen in short bursts. You don't mm-hmm. listen for long periods of time anymore. So a lot of mm-hmm. people miss messages because they're not used to, sitting and for long periods of time to learn something like that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would completely agree with that. Um, I'm glad about the talk back too, specifically because I, 
I, I've never heard this phrase before, but it's it's it was a revelation to me and it makes so much sense. Someone said offhandedly in a conversation with me, well, because I process things externally, I'm an external processor. So blah, blah, blah. And then they just kept going. And I went, that's what I am. I have to talk through things to understand them. I'm an yes. external processor. Mm -hmm. And if that's what you are, just walking away from a show that gives you a lot, you'll only get half of it if you don't get to talk it out. Absolutely. Um, honestly, that's why the bar is such a great place after a show is it's like, we're yeah. going to go meet here and we're going to just go talk and you're more than welcome to come join us and let's just talk. Right. Um, but a talk back is equally as important. Like let's mm -hmm. sit in a very, a slightly more formal space. We'll make it a little less formal, but stay and talk and let's, let's deal with this. Right. Uh, I, wow. I really, uh, I'm going to, I'm not going to make him answer now, but I'm going to try and get Andrew to come and like <laughs> podcast that. Yeah. I'd like you to record that. Oh, I, I would love to record Wouldn't that. Wouldn't that be yeah. fun? Let's yeah. record that. I think what? we should do the, it. Oh, the, 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 the talk back. Please, talk back. that would yeah, be yeah. amazing. Get that conversation on tape. That would be it's, amazing. It's either going to be nothing. We're going to be crickets of people going like, I don't understand because they're not external processors. I, right. I doubt that. I think a lot of people are going to have a lot of questions. Fantastic. Yeah. There's there's so much in this show. Like there's one scene where there are two mannequin heads that are talking at you. Nice. And then there's another scene where there's a soldier with a secret and there's another scene where there's a drag queen that's preaching at you and talking to you. And there's mm -hmm. another scene where you're being on being put on a slave shit by a, a, a flight attendant mm -hmm. who is basically exactly how you would think a flight attendant should be very mm -hmm. personable, very mm -hmm. perky, very happy. Right. But they're talking about very dark and ugly things mm -hmm. while they're being perky. And it's just, it's a lot. Right. It's, oh, I, I'm already like excited and afraid yeah. of that. That makes me excited <laughs> and afraid. Be very afraid. Oh, no. <laughs> but not at all. Honestly, I, there, the, the thing that came for me out of this show that I had an epiphany about there, there's so much hope because yeah. there's a child in this character that's not really even a character. It's just written in the notes that, you know, they're supposed to show up for a scene and, mm -hmm. Me reading it and thinking about adding them, adding her name's Erilyn, you know Erilyn. I do know Erilyn. <laughs> adding, love her. of course, adding her into other scenes, and then I've added her into the end because I'm like, you are the hope. You mm -hmm. are the reason why this show exists. Is that it's the passing down. It's the next generation that gets to take all of what this is and what was started and to run with it. You mm -hmm. are the hope of all of our ancestors and everything else because I was the hope at one point and my yeah. mother was the hope at some point. And it's just that continual hope of that. You'll take what this is, that madness or whatever, and you'll run with it and yeah. you'll turn it into whatever needs to be for you to make sense for your life. And that's what I like about this show. Wow. Wow. Oh, I'm excited to see that. Same. It's, oh, Erilyn uh, is the hope, though. She's so sweet. Oh, my goodness. That girl. She's amazing. I'm sorry. I happen. And so I also happen to know all of the cast. So I'm so excited to see them because right. they're such great. They're such great performers. They and are. It'll be wonderful. I, I'm. Oh, I'm so excited for, for everyone to see this. I think the community. I think the community response is just going to be love honestly mm -hmm. who do you think is the ideal audience for this like who do you, who do you, who should see this everyone yeah i don't this isn't a black show this isn't a white show this mm -hmm. is let's all come together be empathetic for a moment and watch mm -hmm. 
just come with an open heart and an open mind. That's that's all that I ask. Don't come with any preconceived notions about what you think about anything or what you think you know. Just listen. Yeah. Because like I said, a lot of us have a big problem with listening. I've realized that myself. It's just like we all tend to t- start to talk over each other after a while and then we don't hear half of the conversation. It's because we're not focusing on trying to hear each other. It's just like, no, I'm right. I'm right. This is my opinion matters most instead of, let me hear what you have to say. And even if I don't agree with every bit of it, I bet I can find things that I do. Right. And it can help me change my perspective on something or how I thought about you or how I thought about something else. Instead even of, just to humanize people. Exactly. Like bottom line. Yeah. It, and which is so important because it's, it's, it's sad that it's 2019 and a lot of people still don't see me and see human. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Wow. Yeah, that's like, insane. I, I'm sorry. I get, and obviously you're correct. And you said that. And I was like, oh, of course they must. But no, you're absolutely no, right. It's like it's it's and it's not a, it's not necessarily big. It's not necessarily somebody coming up into my face and telling me something. Right. It's sometimes just how people look at you or people treat you or hasten themselves to distance themselves from you mm-hmm. because they don't see human when they see you. Right. They see whatever they think in their brain. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate and that's their upbringing and whatever else you want to call it. But right. you don't have to stay in that mode of thinking if mm-hmm. you listen. Right. If you try to have that perspective, if you tr- just try to hear someone else's side to understand something, mm-hmm. you can learn so much more. Right. And then your opinion is changed and then you realize we all just want the same things, love and protection. Mm-hmm. Is that what you think it does come down to? Love and protection? Love and protection. Like, honestly, I don't. I don't think it's that grand of a of a big thing. We all want to be loved. We all need protection. We all need a roof over our heads. We all know we food and safety. all that stuff. Safety is just taken care of. And I mm-hmm. think that's just basic human need. Mm-hmm. And past that, yeah, other people need more. But that's the basic of it, love and protection, which we all want and need. And that's the right. human condition. And when you can really realize that everyone wants that, you start to see everyone like that. And mm-hmm. then it's much easier. Yeah. Instead of separating, instead of thinking, oh, this person wants more, this person's trying to get more, this person thinks they deserve something because of blah, 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 whatever reason. And it's never Mm -hmm. the case. Right. Just treat me like a human being. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Treat me that I want the same thing that you want. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Wow. I'm so excited for this show. It's going to be really great. Yeah. So, uh, GB, tell us uh, if we want to come and see this show, when can we see it and where can we see it? It is February 22nd, 20, 22nd 23rd, and 24th at yes. the Multicultural Arts Center in Merced, California. Yeah, absolutely. And, Noel, yes. if we want to buy tickets to this show, where should we go? www.phoenixtherise.com. That's right. Go to phoenixtherise.com because this is where you can buy tickets, not just to the Colored Museum, but to all of the shows that are uh, coming out in Phoenix season one. Year one. one. Yes, exactly. No, it's okay. But Phoenix year one. And Andrew, I don't know if you know this, Mm -hmm. but if you are interested in coming to a show more than once, or if you're interested in coming to like maybe all the shows and you're, you want to make sure that you kind of pay the lowest price and get Mm -hmm. the best deal, uh, you should really consider becoming a patron. Yes. Because even with the lowest Patreon membership, 
you get an all access pass for yourself. Yeah. And what that means is that it's like the Netflix of theater at Ooh. any point in time, as long as there are seats available and you can reserve them in advance, uh, you can, uh, come see a show for the low monthly price of $10. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong, but you can pay $10 a month. Correct. And I could go to see the colored museum, for yes. example. I could go to see every single performance. That, I would not have to pay a separate ticket price. And the ticket not. price is, uh, it's $15. Yes. Uh, so in, instead of paying $45 yes. to see the show three times, I could pay $10 this month mm-hmm. and I could see all of the performances. You could see all three performances, which I mean. Wow. Seems like a deal. It's That's a, a good deal. It's a huge deal. Yes. Um, and of course, what we would ask, uh, not what we would ask, but what I would uh, suspect is that if you see it one time, if you want to come see it again, you'd bring a friend, yep. you'd bring your significant other. Yep. You'd, I know people who are bringing their children, their older children mm-hmm. who are really excited to be bringing their, their 16, 17 year olds because what they want to do is they understand that education and entertainment are deeply intertwined. Yes. They want to make sure they see important yep. works like this. Um, and so bring those, uh, bring those people as well. And, but your ticket will be paid for if you've paid for a Patreon subscription. So please come, come join us and consider that because it's a fantastic yep. deal and a great easy way to make sure you always have a seat. Yep. Yes. Yep. And if you're interested in doing that, you can, uh, go to patreon.com slash Phoenix CC Merced, or that's a dumb URL. So you can yeah, also dumb. just click the link in the show notes, which is much better. Patreon.com slash Phoenix CC Merced. Join us. Join us not just for this amazing endeavor, absolutely, but for a lot of really good stuff we've got planned for this year one. Uh, we're very excited about it. We are pulling no punches. Not one. And we want you to come along with us on the journey. So if that sounds like it's your, uh, your cup of tea, then help support us right now. We, and to those who have already supported, we've got some patrons already who have signed up. Yes, they have. I want to give a huge thank you and a shout out to those folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be doing it by name very soon. Oh, good. I'm not prepared to do that right now just because I don't have the list of names in front of me. Um, but we, you know what? We really appreciate you. You guys, you're the ones who are making the magic happen. You are partners with us as we undertake this great journey of making uh, great creative works and adventurous creative works happen. Mm-hmm. Important creative yeah, works. And important creative works happen in our community. Yes. So thank you so much. We really, really appreciate it. And uh yeah. Yeah, it's very exciting to have people who were willing to sign on with us right away because uh, because they wanted to see what we were going to do. They were super excited, too. Yeah. It was an instant thing. They were like, oh, we can't wait to see what you're going to do. And I said, oh, good. Me neither. Let's go ahead and do it because <laughs> it's so exciting. Yep. Well, uh, GB, thank you for being on the show today. Oh, thank Noel, you. thank you for joining us as well. You're so welcome. And we're going to go back to the studio now and we're going to uh, we're going to wrap up this episode. But. Uh, this has been great. So, again, phoenixtherise.com. Get your tickets today or, even better, patreon.com slash Merced. Become a partner in all of the great things that are happening with the Phoenix Creative Collective. I'll see you on the other side of the break. Well, I think that does it for this week, but thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Phoenix Talk Radio. Phoenix Talk Radio is a production of the Phoenix Podcast Network. The Phoenix Podcast Network can be found online, Facebook, Twitter. You can email us at phoenixpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. 
And as you know, the Phoenix Podcast Network is an affiliate of the Phoenix Creative Collective. Uh, you can find the Phoenix Creative Collective online, again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you want to go on the social medias. We also have our very own website, phoenixtherise.com, and you can email us at info at phoenixtherise.com. Thanks so much for joining us this week. We look forward to seeing you in our next artistic endeavor. Now, before I talk to you again, get out there and make, or at least experience, some art. <laughs>